Unplanned Trek. Yes, welcome to Unplanned Trek. My name is Isaac. Let's get into the show. And it's a big show today, guys, for various reasons. First of all, this is the first episode we've done with Q in it. So that's exciting. One of the biggest reoccurring characters in all Trek. But also, I've got my good Twitter friend, Holodeck4, joining me today. And to introduce um, you to her, I'm going to... Let's just find out. Has Star Trek ever recorded anything where you're from? So, unfortunately, even though I do live in Savannah, Georgia, which is kind of like little Hollywood, um, there have been no Star Trek episodes filmed here as of yet. Star Trek hasn't recorded anything here, but I'd love to be a background ensign if they ever do. Another question I like to ask um, new um, players to the show is how did you get into Star Trek in the first place? I was introduced to it in grade four by my good friend Nick Grundy. How did you find Star Trek? I actually got into Star Trek last August. Um, An episode of The Next Generation just happened to be on and I watched it. And I was like, I need to see more of this. And, you know, I I grew up with it. Um, My husband did too, and he's seen all of the episodes, like from all the series. Um, So he was open to it. He was like, sure, okay, we can do this. So um, we started with The Next Generation, and then we moved on to DS9. And the rest is history. Well, that's a very good segue, because this one is TNG, Next Generation. And basically it's an episode where Q returns to the Enterprise, having been stripped of all his powers by the Q Continuum. He has to convince the crew of the Enterprise that this is actually true, which they are very hesitant to believe. Meanwhile, the Enterprise are trying to rescue a planet um, that's going to go be collided with with a meteorite or something like that. Um, I was too involved in the Q storyline, to be honest, to concentrate too much on that one. Um, But they're trying to really to help help the population not go extinct. Meanwhile, you know, Q's distracting them by complaining that he's now um, no longer an omnipotent life form and can actually die. So, yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting episode which we don't really contemplate in earlier episodes of Q, the, you know, what would happen to him if he was no longer Q. Um, and as was touched on by Holodeck 4 there, yeah, it, it is a really fun and funny episode. So let's dig into it a bit deeper. If you didn't like chrysalis, then you were not alone. But is this one better than the voyage home? Tough question this week, guys. Essentially, they're two completely different things. Deja Q and Star Trek The Voyage Home are both absolutely brilliant and it's hard to compare the two because one's a very funny, humorous, quick piece and the other one's a long movie about whales. So I'm not going to say it's better than The Voyage Home. I'm going to say it's similar to The Voyage Home in score. In fact, I'd probably both give them a 9 or 9.5 out of 10, but it's not enough for me to change the musical sting for the next episode. But what I like to do as well in this section is, you know, contemplate if this was the first Trek I'd ever seen, would I continue to watch it? And yeah, if this was my first introduction of Trek, I would absolutely stay on board. It was funny. Um, it had a lot happening and I enjoyed the whole thing. 
What about you, Holodeck 4? So for me, this episode was highly enjoyable. Um, it was quintessential Star Trek Next Generation material. It had a lot of humor in it, but also we got to see the very human side of Data. Um, I've always said, you know, like that Rob Zombie song, like, more human than human. That's what Data is, and he doesn't even know it. It's an excellent point. Like, a lot of people think that Data's just on a quest to find humanity. They don't necessarily question that he's, you know, essentially ahead of a lot of characters that we meet along the way in Next Generation. He's, he's an absolute star and a favourite of us here on Unplanned Trek. Well, I've um, had a chat to Holodeck 4 and asked her to put together the positive votes this week. So let's not keep you waiting, guys. Although you're going to have to wait by listening to this musical sting first. But once you've listened to that, let's jump in and listen to the votes for this week. Captain Jean-Luc Picard medal. When I have a special guest on the show, I like to share the votes. And I have asked Holodeck for themselves this week to look at the positive votes. So, without further ado, take it away. Um, Alright, so for this episode, giving out the, the positive votes... Um, it was relatively, it was a relatively easy thing to do because the writing and the character portrayal was so exceptional. Um, so let's get into these these votes. Um, the first one, um, my my three points are going to Data for being Data. I mean, we really got to see a lot of empathy and understanding from him towards Q because nobody really understands the struggle of adapting to humanity more than Data. Um, I'm going to give two points to Picard for not strangling Q. Enough said. Um, and lastly, one point for Q. Um, I'm giving one point to Q for trying to be a good human and do the right thing. Um, even if, in the end, he did revert back to his petulant and childish ways, he did try. So he, he gets a, an E for effort, or in this case, one point. Excellent votes. In fact, if I was doing the votes this week, I don't think I would have strayed any different. The only difference is you're far more eloquent at delivering the reasons why. So thank you very much for giving out the Picard votes this week. All right, well, positive votes imply the existence of negative ones. Let's move on to... The Keiko O'Brien This was a really tricky episode to find negative points because most of the players were awesome. It's a really good episode and a lot of fun. But saying that, sometimes here at Unplanned Trek, we've got to pull up our negative pants and still give out these votes because they're not going to give out themselves. So, this week, one vote. Commander Riker. He's largely absent in this episode and doesn't do much. All he really does is have a cigar at the end and push away two pretend women. I would have, you know, there's potentially more that he could have done in this episode. Maybe he could have helped Geordie move that meteorite out of the way or, I don't know, maybe he could have said yes to the imaginary women. I don't know. Anyway, one vote for him. Two votes. Councillor Troy. 
Now, Q was very desperate in this episode and quite alone. And I thought rather than being consoling, as a counsellor would be in this situation, she was actually more condescending. Um, I think she enjoyed seeing him actually being in a, you know, in a in a space of need um, and wasn't really helpful. So that's why. Now, this last vote took a lot of thought. It goes to the brig chief. So, get this right. He looks after the interrogation room three, which implies the existence of another two. So what does he do all day? Now, when someone gets in trouble on the Enterprise, they usually get confined to quarters. They don't usually go into the brig. So it's a, it's a room that's vastly unutilised. So this guy's probably playing on his iPad most of the time. He's playing Candy Crush. He's playing Farmville 2. He probably understands how to play Minesweeper. I mean, I've never got the hang of that game. He's, doing, he's got the paid-for versions because he doesn't want to watch ads in the 38 hours a week that he's doing there in the brig. He's, he, he's doing nothing all day. And then Q comes in and he's just like, oh, yep, just chuck him in there. Like, he doesn't do anything in the episode. Or, essentially, for the other 173 episodes of Next Generation. So for having the, the most useless job on the Enterprise... You're getting three votes, buddy. So I think your negative votes are spot on, my dude, Um, especially concerning the security guard in the brig. I mean, what was he doing in there? Was he playing pocket pool? I don't know. The Riker Medal. Every week we look at any romantic interests and there aren't that many for the first 43 minutes of the episode, but then Q makes two imaginary women and puts them around Riker. However, he's quickly to, quick to push them away, so no points there. I thought Riker pushing away those two girls was hilarious. <laughs> when have you ever seen him do that? Good point. I sometimes think that maybe... You know, Riker went for Minuet, the hologram, so this is essentially a hologram. Why, why would he push them away? But I tell you, someone who didn't push them away, and that's Worf. So Worf's actually getting votes this week, and so are the two imaginary women in the Riker medal. And Worf is just over there like, heck yeah, I'll take them. <laughs> Worf, and maybe for the first time we might have an imaginary ca- character, <laughs> characters, appearing on the Riker medal table this week. The best line of the episode. This episode is littered with great lines, like Data going, what you've achieved in disgrace, I've aspired to be my entire life. Fantastic line. Um... Even just, I'm no longer omnipotent is a fantastic line. Eat any good books lately is a very good line. But the best line of the episode is Worf. And it's only three letters. Basically, Q asks, what can I do to prove I'm no longer omnipotent? You know what I mean. I can't say the word. And Worf just goes, die. Best line of the episode. Well done, Worf. 
Well, we're getting to the end of the episode now, guys. I'm sorry to say, but the good the news is I'm going to put another podcast up next week anyway. And it hasn't been since our very first episode of Unplanned Trek that we've touched on the original series, at least in um, show format. We did do the movie recently. So, we're at, I spin the wheel, and it's come up on an episode called The Empath, which I think is from season three from memory. I haven't watched this one for a long time, so I've got no idea what it's about. But you've got a week to watch it before the next podcast comes up. So make sure you do, and you'll be ready for the next one. But I'd like to thank my special guest, Holodeck, for for coming on this week and supporting the podcast and giving some excellent insight into Deja Q. Thank you for being on the episode and hope to have you on once again in the future. Thank you so much for having me on. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper straight back at you and live long and prosper, everyone. See you next week on Unplanned Trek. It's just not what you'd expect. That's because it's Unplanned Trek. Unplanned Trek.